All right. Good morning, my friend. We're at Foothills Parkway. That's this big parkway right behind me. It's pretty windy today, so the audio and our sermons is not going to be very good for the video. But um, right behind the, this, the banner here, uh, normally, oftentimes, I lift it up as soon as I get to my corner just to, just to get it lifted uh, and get started. And then I'll put it down. And like I just set my tripod up right there to do the shorts and then I'll do the street sermon. But uh, this is a, a Vailmont, very popular northern bold, North Boulder corridor that runs uh, east-west. And uh, this is the light right here. This light right here that I'm at, the street light, uh, the signal light, is the last light uh, when you leave Boulder and uh, the first light coming in. So it's a gate coming into the city of Boulder. Uh, the Foothills Parkway is kind of like one of those roads that kind of go around the main portion of the city and the city limits is just another half mile down the road there a few blocks is the city limits of boulder so i'm on the north eastern corner of the city of boulder anyways let me put this down and uh get started on what we're supposed to do out here okay i love you see you in a few moments bye channel welcome to boulder welcome to Va foothills parkway and Vailmont. Uh, i realize it looks like i'm nowhere near people because you see this great big field this monstrous tree last time i was here about a month ago or a month and a half nine weeks is my rotation uh, i was down there in the shade because uh, it was like 90 degrees at 11 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock in the morning but now it's only about 80 degrees <laughs> But uh, this is where I stand, where my cones are, if you saw that pan. And uh, uh, this is probably the best location. I've tried all four corners here. Uh, this is where it seems like this is where the Lord wants me. Uh, you know, just the way it is, but people can see me. Uh, this is a gate to the city. Uh, this is a gate leaving the city of Boulder. And this is a gate coming into the city of Boulder. And this is a major east-west corridor, this Vailmont. Uh, road, Vailmont Road. I'm at several places on Vailmont. I'm at uh, Folsom and Vailmont. And I'm also at, uh, when you go up, way up here to the city limits, there's another, I don't know, a half mile or so, four, five, six blocks, whatever it is. Uh, and around the corner, uh, there at, uh, right in front of the old po the post office, I'm there at 55th and Pearl, or Vailmont and uh, 55th, right around there. And uh, that's where the bus driver has seen me before. Uh, that gentleman that I met the, today on the bus, uh, his name is Eric. He's from Ghana. <laughs> Eric, I thought it was kind of an interesting name for a, a Ghana born and raised uh, gentleman. 
uh, very nice, very friendly. And uh, he said to me, says, you're doing a very good work out there. You're doing a very good thing. You people need to see what you're doing. And he was, he's, I've seen him off and on, but I've never talked to him. I just kind of waved to him. But I've never, I've had the opportunity yet to actually talk to him. But here, the 1st of September, the 1st of September, everybody's routes changed. So I'm, now I'm talking to a whole new crew of uh, bus drivers, and they run for a three, three months, I think. I think, I'm not sure exactly, but I think it's a 13-week uh, uh, turn, and then they vote on the next route. So this is a new gentleman, new gentleman on this route here. So that's why I'm talking to a lot of new drivers now because 1st of September started a new route, right? So sorry about the audio, it is very windy. I'm outside, I'm not in a building and uh, there's nowhere to go except uh, this here. And I've got a windsock on my microphone and I'm standing pretty close and the wind is in my face so that means the microphone is away from the traffic and away from the wind just the way it is. I apologize for that front. Like right now, I'm leaning into the wind. <laughs> it's really windy. All right, so uh, let's pray. So Lord, I thank you we can come out here in the wind. I like the wind because it's keeping me cool for sure. And I'd like, uh, I thank you, Lord, that you give, uh, actually, you can look at it this way. That's how I see it, Lord. And it uh, could be that the wind gives opportunity to those who have a critical spirit. For those who always want to gripe and complain, uh, I have a lot of people in my life who have been doing that all my life. I'm kind of fed up with it, but that's how people are. They love to criticize. They can't find anything good to say. All they can find is all the bad. And if there's anything good, they don't say a word. And uh, I'm so tired of that. I've kicked so many people out of my life. Uh, but because we want to be an edifier, a comforter, uh, a, a builder-upper, we want to be a lover of mankind. Uh, not the sin, not the sin, not the sin. Uh, we want to be a love. We want to be like God is. God is love. Preacher John is love. I mean, sort of. <laughs> and uh, we all need to be filled with love. And uh, that love is uh, not easy to hang on to sometimes. Lord, I know that. So by faith, we hang on to that love. And we try to communicate with love. Even Eric said he could see that in me. So I praise you, Lord, for uh, Eric in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me hang on a second. My book fell down. So I need to do this. Sorry about that, but I need to do this for while I'm doing this. And that is we need to advertise this book. So this book is the GC, Gospel Evangelist Church, True Study. It's not a Bible study. We want to highlight truth truth that's what we want to highlight truth too many people are living and walking in lies and deception and they're calling it the truth when it's not the truth so when we're studying right we search the scriptures daily uh, study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not be ashamed study the truth this is this is first book we have a second book a third book and a fourth book for one year of study in the New Testament and then uh, 5, 6, 7, and 8, we'll study the entire Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. And then the third year, we have uh, 25 different textbooks that cover uh, the story of the truth. How Satan has perverted the truth and what man is doing to follow Satan and perverting the truth. 25 textbooks, not teaching the Bible, but saying why the truth. It's really interesting. Uh, it took me two years to read those 25 books. but. Uh, so it could be year three, four, and five. I don't know. It could be the rest of your life. It might take a long time because some of those books are over 700 pages long. Uh, so anyways, so uh, this book, 
uh, is we're doing a class also. Man, this wind. Uh, oh, my camera almost blew over. So sorry, <laughs> that's what happened just now. I have her anchored down. So I'm, I'm now I'm holding onto the tripod. So uh, uh, we have 65 classes for this True Study book, and I'm uh, giving the profit away that is potentially available to me uh, to handle your handling charge and uh, shipping of this book uh, from the Book Patch, B-A-T-C-A, bookpatch.com is our printer. And you can go to our website and see a link that allows you to go there also, or you can do a Google search. And, uh, uh, and then I'm also giving away 65 classes. That's 65 hours of uh, working through this true study for free. Uh, freely God has given, I freely give away. But uh, if you always take free, and you're always a taker, never a giver, I mean, you know, that might come back around to you. I don't know that for sure, but uh, I know that's my case. Uh, usually, uh, most people, when something is given to them, they reciprocate by giving something back. So I uh, just thought I'd bring that up because I have about 30 students watching the class. And as uh, far as I know, 30 students that are taking. So God bless you. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. It's just, it's just between you and God, not between me and you. It's not, it's not it doesn't go that way. Forget me, hide me, I don't know, just hide me. I'm, I'm not here, you know. It's between you and God. And it's between and God's concern for your account in heaven. Because we're rewarded by our by not learning. We're not rewarded for learning. A lot of people think oh, if I just read the Bible, God will bless me uh, with uh, rewards in heaven. Uh, you're not going to be rewarded for reading. I mean, I guess you could. But as long as you put that reading to work, that's when it becomes beneficial. Just like here, you can go to CU, Colorado, University of Colorado, CU, and spend four or five or six or seven or eight years going to college and never do anything with it and become a bum and you've not been paid and you've not been, you won't be rewarded for all your work you've done at CU. You got to put it to work. When you put your education to work, then you get rewarded for the work. You're not rewarded for the education. The education is just a tool. God gave me this tool. And uh, so I'm working the book. Yeah, I just hope you understand that. So uh, let me put this down, right? I don't know, I'll put it right here. <laughs> My book's getting kind of beat up. All right, so uh, we're in the Sunday prayer letter called As His Manner Was. As His Manner Was. The way he lived his life, the way he operated each day of the week. This is the Apostle Paul. And, uh, you know, I love my new manner of living as his manner was. So as my manner is, I love waking up at 5.50 in the morning to spend about 10 to 15, 20 minutes praying on the floor, about 15 minutes praying on the floor with my supplication. I love getting ready and then sitting down at seven o'clock, six, you know, a minute or two before. And uh, boy, is it ever windy, praise God. Sorry, uh, I'm gonna do the sermon. Uh, even if nobody likes it, still gonna do it. Uh, if, you don't, if you don't like this video, you can come back tomorrow. <laughs> you know, man, oh man, I know, this is surprising. Not much I can do about it, because uh, this is, uh, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you know. Anyways, uh, uh, so my manner is when I sit down, that class, like this morning, this Monday morning, uh, 
uh, you know, this because you're watching this on Tuesday, but this is Monday right now today as I'm doing this. And so Monday morning, I mean this morning at 7 o'clock, I tell you, it just seemed like the Holy Spirit just really uh, touched me. And He does that every class. And I'm so full of the Spirit of God. It's just the fellowship and the communion that we have in class. Man, this thing just keeps blowing over. Uh, is a really wonderful and I'd highly encourage everyone who's watching this channel you know I have over 600 subscribers so every one of them uh, has the potential to check in on the class but of the 600 only 30 are checking in with the class uh, it's, uh, it's alright I don't care I mean just uh, you know it's the way it is that's life that's life and then of the 30 you know it might be a handful who do something then of that handful there'll be one or two that really do something, really do something fantastic. That's life, right? That's life. And uh, as his manner was, so my manner is to come out to the street and uh, to lift a banner, to intercede, to preach, and to do the things that God wants me to do out here. And uh, so yesterday on Sunday, uh, I crossed over, I hit the 4,000 hour mark, 4,000 hours of flying my banner out on the street, out in the open, where the public is, right where the sinners are, so they can see the word Jesus Christ, see the name of Jesus, and see a witness for Christ, see the light of God, or whatever they need to see. It's pretty amazing, 4,000 hours. You get a little calculator now and kind of start figuring out, that's just since uh, May of 2019. That's not my whole life. Maybe somebody else, but that's not my life. That's just been since 2019. So, but I've been preaching since I was 20 years old. This year I turned 70, you know? So, uh, this is my 70th year. How about that, 70? And uh, praise God for that, praise God. As his manner was, is Acts 17, verse two, and we're in the theme called signs, wonders, miracles, praise and worship. And once again, I apologize for sounding like I'm yelling or shouting uh, when the camera is only a foot away or two feet away because it's very noisy out here. There's like, uh, see, uh, one, two, three, four lanes. That's eight lanes going that way. And one, two, three, four, four, five, six lanes coming this way. So a lot of traffic backed up for probably a quarter mile of about three, six, nine, 12, 15, probably 25 or 30 cars going that way. It'll back up all the way. Like right now, the traffic is all the way to the top of that hill over there, which is probably a half a mile away. And it'll back up all the way to that hill over there. That's another, you know, three quarters of a mile. Very busy place, all right? Signs, wonders, miracles, praise, worship. And today is part two, Monday. We have seven parts in our Sunday prayer letter. And I'd highly encourage also everyone to sign up for our newsletter, um, Sunday prayer letter. Because I pray over all the subscribers every Saturday when I sit down, God bless you, man. Every Saturday when I sit down to uh, put my letter up on the email provider, that's ConvertKit, is the one I'm using for my provider. I've been with them for many, many years, probably five years or so. And uh, uh, I pray over all the subscribers, you know? And so I've been asking people to subscribe to this channel since probably 2018. 2018, 1920, you know, four and a half years, five years. And uh, we have 30 people, how about that? You know, so uh, I think that's very interesting. As I said, this class in the class, to me, that is very telling of what's going on in the body of Christ. You know, you can take it however you want it, but I see certain things that's going on, and I'm not here to talk about it. I'm just to here to observe, just to observe. 
okay? How <laughs> the very looks over or people holler. It's pretty amazing. And one more thing is understand that uh, I may be in a very unusual location today, but understand I am at 28 different locations in this city of Boulder, 28. And every Sunday, I'm at the same identical location, different corners, but same place at 28th and Pearl. So people know me. People have seen me around. Maybe they haven't talked to me like that, but they've seen me around. So they get glimpses of me every once in a while. And I'm on a nine-week rotation. So nine weeks ago, I was here, if, unless I cancel for some reason or another. But then it's 18 weeks. So it's kind of, you know, kind of how that is. But I'm on a rotational schedule that's in my calendar. That's why I got to do is look at my calendar. So my calendar tomorrow says I'm going to be way down south of Boulder, southern Boulder. And I'm going to be at Broadway and Table Mesa over by Martin Park. So I'm going to be way over here, then way over there, way over there, <laughs> tomorrow. How about that? So I crisscross around through the city all the time, constantly circulating. I'm, I'm turning my world of Boulder upside down. That's the title of our message today. Anyway, so Acts uh, 17, 5 through 9 is what we're going to do today. Let's just jump into that, 17, 5 through 9. All right, in the King James Bible, always in the King James. Uh, but the Jews, which believed not, moved... Is this right? Yeah, this is right. But the Jews, which believed not... I'm going to read all the way through here. But the Jews, that which believed not, moved with envy, and took unto them certain lewd fellows of the Basser sort, and gathered a company, and set all the city on an uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. Verse 6, And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren under the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come hither also, whom Jason hath received. And these all do contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, one Jesus. <clears throat> and they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And when they had taken security of Jason and of the other, they let them go. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. I praise God. I praise God for the word of God in my life. I praise God for the word of God. I thank you, Lord, for the word of God. Thank you, Lord, that I get the pure word of God, that I get to study it. I get to read it. I get to preach it. I get to teach it. I get to live in the pure word of God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And I can stand out here and of all these people can look over at me. As I'm doing this, they can see. Trust Jesus. Very visible. Trust Jesus. My sign's laying there. God bless you. My God bless you sign, 2023. Verse 5. But the Jews which believe not, the Jews, the, who are the Jews? That's God's people. God prophesied in all of his prophets that there was one going to come, the Messiah. That's what all the works, that's what all the laws of Moses, everything going on is for one reason and one reason only. What would that reason be? What would that one reason be? That one reason would be what John the Baptist said. He was the last Old Testament prophet. So he summed it all up. John the Baptist, the last and final, and according to Jesus, the greatest prophet, the greatest prophet of all, John the Baptist. And he said, 
I'm here to prepare the way of the Lord. That, that sums everything up. Everything from Genesis 1, or since the fall, actually from 1-1 probably, I don't know that, uh, all the way to when John the Baptist declared to the people, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight, something like that. And, uh, <clears throat> amen? Yeah, so that's what we're doing now. We're preparing the way of the Lord. Everything we do, we prepare the way of the Lord. One of the greatest ways to prepare the way of the Lord is you become an intercessor for souls. You pray for people. Pray for people. That's why we have a prayer book. Not a book of a bunch of prayers, no. It's a book of names. I'm sorry for the wind, man. It's so utterly windy. It's got about a 30 mile an hour wind. Probably about 40, 50 mile an hour gusts. You pray for souls, pray for souls. If it wasn't for the six guys on board my Navy ship, I probably would not have received Christ because I wanted nothing to do with Christianity. All I saw was hypocrisy. People doing and saying one thing and living another way. I hated it. I see it today. Christians say and do one thing and they turn around when nobody's watching, they do something else. I just see the constant hypocrisy. It's just, that's why people don't want to believe, believe in Jesus. Man, it is windy. Hang on, just let this wind kind of calm down for a second. And oh man. All right. Just hang on. Let's be praying. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. All right. <clears throat> All right, which believe not. Are you a believer that believes not? Are you a saint of God? I mean, are you a, 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 he, are you a, a, a child of God? You know, a Hebrew, a, a Jewish person, you know, a Hebrew who doesn't believe in the Messiah. Yeah, well, you know, the Messiah has come and he died on the cross for you. And uh, I'm sorry that so many Hebrew people reject the, their, their own Messiah their own Messiah, that all the, the uh, prophets of old, all the Psalms and everybody prophesied, Jesus was a fulfillment of all those prophecies and all you gotta do is look at it all. I mean, it's spectacular, spectacular. There's no other man. The odds, the mathematical calculation of one man fulfilling all that he did is so huge. You can send a number to the moon and back two or three or four or five times. That's how big the mathematical number is of one person fulfilling all those, and he did. And still, once again, the Hebrew people reject their own Messiah. That's why God had to go to the Gentile to confess and preach Jesus Christ. That's where I am, out where the sinners are. I don't even go to a church building. Well, I do, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Most preachers don't come to the street. Most pastors do not preach outside of the church. Most pastors do not go out to the, to the, nowhere. I've never ever in my life of being a believer have I seen a church pastor out on the street, in the grocery store, in the airport, in the train station. I've seen pastors all over in my life, but not one single time have I seen a church pastor preach or witness or testify to anybody. 
Not one time. That fires me up. Now, and if you're one who does, well, God bless you, man. Be an example to everyone else. Start getting other preachers and pastors to be a witness, to be an example for their flock. I mean, it makes me furious. It makes me furious. They're, I tell you, I mean, all those pastors are going to be accountable to God one day. God's going to say, what did you do? They go, oh, well, you know. I don't know what they're going to say. I know what I'm going to say. I preached Jesus Christ. I taught Jesus Christ. And I was an example every single day of my life of living for Christ. I went into all my world and I turned my world upside down. I've had bad times, yeah, no doubt about that. A lot of people only know me when I was in my rough, bad times. When I was not in the valley of the shadow of death, I was under the valley. I was digging a tunnel under the valley of the shadow of death. I was, that's how low I was. So a lot of people know me then. And now they see me now and going, wow, is that the same guy? But they don't, they can't get it out of their brain. They remember me when I was being fought with Satan. Just Satan just pouncing on me. The darkness just enclosing around me. That's how they know me. How sad. They can't seem to forget. They can't seem to see anything new. We talked about that in class. Have new eyes, new ears, new heart. Be renewed in your mind. That's that just not a one-time deal. Oh, I renewed my mind 50 years ago. I mean, I just, whatever. Let's go back in the Bible here. But the Jews which believed not, moved with envy. What do you think Satan is all about? Envy. Envy, envy, envy comes from Satan, the deceiver. The Satan is in the body making people envious. That's why, don't look at me, I'm nobody. I'm just a guy out here on the street in the wind with a big old sign and screaming and yelling on the video because <laughs> it's so windy. <laughs> Oh man, here we go again. Whoa! 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 Sorry, my map blew away, my book blew away, my camera fell over. <clears throat> You start talking about Satan, he stirs up the wind, you know. Satan likes to be hidden, likes to stay in the dark. Nobody wants to talk about the devil. They just, they just think, if I don't talk about him, if I don't bring up his name Satan, he's nowhere around. Let me tell you, that's why you're doing what you're doing, because he's right there in your life. Maybe not him personally, because he's just a fallen angel. He's not an omnipresent God. He's got angels fallen angels assigned to everybody. I don't know how that works. I'm not a part of that kingdom. Uh, but uh, he knows how to get the job done. He's got a, a third of the stars fell, and uh, that's a lot. We don't even know the number. Right? But the Jews which believed not moved with envy and took unto them certain lewd, L-E-W-D, lewd fellows. I mean, some of the rottenest, scummiest, filthiest, uh, foul mouth, disgusting people that they can possibly find. Re rebel rousers, uh, people who are wicked and evil to the core of the bastard sort. 
I don't know who the BASER sword is, but uh, it's not important. But all you can kind of see that it is pretty bad, pretty bad. You shouldn't even know those kind of people other than to preach to them. But these Jews knew them, and they associated with those lewd fellows. L-E-W-D, lewd. You almost see that in the church today. And gathered a company, a lot of people, company. Lots and lots of people. They were able to gather a lot of people. It's like all the nasty movements that have occurred for the last, for the last three years here in America. You know, you know they, uh, they have gathered all kinds of lewd people and uh, done all kinds of wicked and evil things because of certain people that want the Antichrist to come into the kingdom of, uh, not the kingdom, but they, they want the Antichrist to come into the world. That's what's happening here. They don't want Christianity. They don't want Christ in their world. They don't want, in fact, Boulder doesn't want Jesus Christ in their city. Yeah. Our new uh, football coach, not our, but the CU uh, football coach, Deion Sanders, uh, he's a Christian man, I heard. I don't know anything about him. Don't even know what he looks like. But uh, they just hired him for this new season. And uh, uh, I just found out here a week ago that the administration of CU has been telling him to, hey, hush up with your Christianity. Because they've been telling everybody about, uh, about Jesus. How about that? You know, but they're telling him, oh, shut up. We're, we only talk about Satan here. We don't talk about Jesus here. We just hired you to run our football team. And they're paying them something like $5 million plus. Some ridiculously stupid number. But I guess that's what his uh, market value is. Because yeah, apparently he's pretty good. And uh, the football team, the college football team, the Buffs, have, uh, they've said, I don't know, I do not follow anything, but I heard from, heard from other people that they tell me. Then they could be telling me a lie. I don't know that. But uh, so I'm going to propagate a mistruth possible. I don't know, but you can find it out yourself. I'm just giving you an example. And that is since he took over, uh, they've won every game, every game. How about that? Maybe he's praying. Huh. But Saturday night, they played to about one o'clock in the morning. And I'm right below the Folsom Stadium. And that's an open air stadium that seats about 10,000 people, or 8,000, whatever it is. And I tell you, it was crazy. And all the apartments and houses around, I mean, there were football fans. I mean, it was like, chaos in Boulder. I mean, that must have been something pretty fantastic. I had my earplugs in, I had my eye mask on, I was trying to sleep because <laughs> I had to go to work in the morning. <laughs> but everybody was out playing. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep going here. I got, I, you know, that's what these videos are all about. Preacher John uh, raving and ranting about things. I'm trying to give examples and trying to highlight things here and there without being critical, which is kind of hard and kind of tough for me, but uh, I'm trying to bring to people's attention what things are going on. Instead of just talking about all the fluff and all the cotton candy and the marshmallows and all the, you know, all the stuff that means nothing, you know, but I'm trying to do it in a spirit of love. I'm trying to. God bless you, man. I'm trying to, right? All right. Uh, the bat gather a company and set up set all the city on an uproar all the cities an uproar <laughs> that sounds like boulder for me and assaulted the house of jason and sought to bring them out to the people and when they found them not 
So there was, they thought they're all in Jason's house, and uh, uh, Jason must have had a pretty big home. A lot of believers uh, uh, came into Jason's house. I guess they were having a, uh, a prayer meeting and worshiping God and preaching there in Jason's house, and they were going to go get him, bring him out. Kind of reminds me of the, uh, all the people in Sodom when uh, the two angels showed up at Lot's house and all the lewd fellows there came to Lot's house to say, hey, bring those angels out. We want to have uh, intimacy with them. It happens, happens here. You know, people are really deceived. A lot of people living in deception. The problem with deception is people don't know that they're deceived. That's the beauty and the wonder of deception. When I say beauty, I mean the ugliness of deception. But to Satan, it's beautiful, I guess. I don't know if it can. I don't know. I've cast, you know, anyways, that's no story. Let's keep going here. To bring them out, and when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren under the rulers. So they found a few of them, but they couldn't find all of them. But they found a few. And the head of the house, Jason, right? How about that? And certain brothers, under the rulers of the city. Under the rulers of the city. The rulers of the city are going to pass laws, pass legislation, and pass ordinances that you cannot do certain things if it's all about Christianity. There is, uh, there are cities, there are cities, like this guy right here, he has hatred in his heart. Hatred. Hatred, hatred, hatred. Why does he have hatred? Because he's following Satan. The right guy just went through the intersection here. Now, that's road rage. Right all the way up there, a quarter mile of road rage. Where does that come from? That person could be a Christian. I see road rage in Christians. What is that saying? I'm a truck driver. I've seen <laughs> 40 years, 3 million miles on the road. I tell you, I've seen a lot of cars in my life as a long haul trucker. And I've seen road rage beyond measure. Beyond measure. Let's keep going. All right, they brought them under the rulers of the city, crying, crying out loud. They weren't tears. There wasn't tears. There was crying out loud, crying, yelling at the top of their lungs, yelling. These that have turned the world upside down. Now you think about that. The world, they've turned the world upside down. These, they turned the world upside down. Turn the world upside down. That's going to be our title. Turn the world upside down. Why did they say that? when it, they're talking about a city. See, that's why they were actually prophesying in a sense, in a reverse format, I guess you'd say, because the word of God has gone forth into all the world. It's even written in the Bible that this gospel has, has been preached throughout the world. It's already gone around the world, even before Revelation started or, or by the time Jude was ended. The word of God has already gone around the world. However long, you know, I don't know how that happens, but you know. And that's what they're talking about. They want to stop the world movement of Christianity. 
but you can't. You can't. Anyways, that's what it says here. These rulers, these, uh, these guys that have turned the world upside down are come hither also when Jason hath received, whom Jason hath received. So Jason's one of those guys too. We want to, he was a pretty good guy before this, and now he's no good. Because him and all of his buddies and all of his friends are now turning our city inside out, upside down, and not just our city, but the whole world is being turned upside down. That's what we're doing. Like Eric on the bus today from Ghana said, you just don't see anybody preaching anymore. You don't see anybody talking about Jesus anymore because he's been a Christian all of his life. He's lived in Boulder since 2000. He said, you don't see it anywhere. Very little. He said, you're doing it. He kept telling, he must've told me three, four, five times, many, many times. He says, you're doing a good thing. You're doing a good thing. All right, thank you. God bless you, man. These have turned the world upside down and are come also, uh, hither also, whom Jason hath received. And these all do contrary to the, all of them. Not one of them are not, every single one of them. That's why uh, when you become a believer, you are automatically marked. Bing, you've got a big old bullseye on the back of your uh, back. That's why you put on the whole armor of God, right? To extinguish the fiery arrow, the fiery darts of the enemy. You know, the shield of faith, right? That shield's just not in front. That shield goes all the way around you, all the way around. All right? Uh, who just had to say, these do all contrary to the decrees of Caesar. They do contrary. They do the opposite of what the decrees for Caesar's saying. But one day, people are going to say something else. They're going to take this same Bible verse, and they're going to say, all these guys like Preacher John are doing, are turning our world upside down, and they're going contrary to the decrees of the Antichrist that oversees the world. Yeah, you don't think that's gonna happen? You wait and see, wait and see. But until that day happens, guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna keep preaching, keep teaching Jesus Christ every day, everywhere I go. My life is in God's hands. People say that with their mouth but they don't really believe it with their heart because their life is not that way. All you gotta do is look at somebody's life and you'll know exactly what kind of person they are, is, are. That's why I didn't want to become a Christian, right there. Yeah. Oh, I love Jesus. Can I have another? Yeah. Whatever. I'm just trying to get people to wake up. People are looking at you, man. People are looking. You're responsible for some people that may not be a Christian. They refuse Christ because of you. I mean, they yell at me, says, I've seen, I hear it on the streets. But after a while, they say, well, you're not like it, those other guys, well, whoever they're talking about. I don't know who they're talking about, but you're not like all those other Christians that I know. So they'll talk to me. On Sunday, that happened. You're not like all those other guys that I know. You're different. So they talk to me. Uh, there's my Fort Collins bus right there. 
<laughs> Fort Collins. We'll be up there in April. Fort Collins is last week of April. That's my uh, up by the Wyoming border. That's the first city coming down 287 out of Wyoming. We're up there in the gate of the city, the old town of Fort Collins. Been going there for four years. This next time, April, will be my fifth time, my fifth loop around the, the state of Colorado. Turn the world upside down. Come hither, okay? Uh, they do contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king. There is another king. There is another king, and his name is Jesus Christ. That's right. I read out of the King James Bible. I don't read out of some other ungodly book that says whatever it says. Now, if you're a Hebrew, you're not going to use the name Jesus. You're reading out of a Hebrew book. It'll be the name of Jesus. Savior will have a different name. But it's the same name, right? But everybody knows when you say that. If you're Greek and you're reading the Greek Bible and you're Greek and you speak Greek, you don't speak English, Jesus will be written in your language so you know what it is. If you're Spanish, Jesus, for example, you know, or any other country, but I personally do not speak any of those languages, nor do I live in any of those languages, countries, so I use English. Yeah, how about that? And in English, the Messiah's name is Christ. That's the Messiah's Christ. And the name for the Savior is Jesus. And Gabriel told Mary, and his name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Yeah, Savior. And that's what Jesus means. Savior in English. Huh. <laughs> I don't know why that's so hard for so many people, but I know why, because of Satan. It's because of Satan. I put, because of Satan. Christians let Satan into their world and they don't mind because they are deceived. They don't realize that Satan has, been co has come into their world and has come into their life. How sad. That's why I'm telling people, wake up. Open your eyes, open your ears, and then ask Jesus to open your heart. Because really, there's no way that you can open your own heart. Really. I mean, God has to soften that hard heart. And there's a prayer you can pray. It's in the Bible, right? Let's keep on going here before people get mad at me. There's probably nobody around right now listening because most people click off around seven, eight, or nine minutes. They click, all done with John. <laughs> That's right. Preach for an hour, and they watch eight minutes of it. I know what he's all about. Really? I'll come back tomorrow. Watch the next eight minutes for tomorrow. Maybe if you keep watching every eight minutes, over time, you'll get a pretty good message. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. <clears throat> keep going. They preach another king, one Jesus. There it is right there. Who is this other king? Jesus. King Jesus. Jesus says, I am a king. I am the King of kings and the Lord of lords. King means Lord, means boss, means the most high. Anyways, ruler, governor, whatever you want to say. Lots of things. Another king, one Jesus. And they troubled the people, troubled the people. They troubled the people and the rulers of the city. It wasn't just the people they were stirring up because the people couldn't do anything because of the Roman laws. 
The Roman law says the people can't do it. The Roman leaders have to do it. And it has to come from Caesar. So they were stirring all the leaders of the Romans up so that Caesar would pass another decree that would shut the Christians up. That's, yeah. That's the, how the Catholic Church got started. A lot of people don't know that either. I mean, but, you know, I'm not going to go there right now. Well, let me say one thing. So they are still doing it today. They're still trying to shut the Christians up, the Catholic Church. Catholics are not Christian. Sorry about that. Doesn't mean you can't get saved, but I just, I know people get mad at me there, but I know a lot about the Catholic Church, a lot. <clears throat> they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things, verse 9, and when they had taken security of Jason, so they hired the security guards, says, go get those guys, police officers. They should have been huh, here. It says they had security. Isn't it interesting that police are a biblical um, assignment by God to have police? So when you see people saying, defund the police, who's saying that? Do you think God is saying that? No. That is Satan saying that. Because Satan goes contrary to the Word of God. The Word of God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> and when they had taken security of Jason and of the other, they let them go. They let them go. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your Word. I thank you that we can read through it. A lot of times we don't get it all. But as we go over and over and over and over the Word of God through our life of living for Christ, uh, the Holy Spirit constantly teaches us, constantly renews our spring of water that flows out of the belly of our soul. Because out of the belly flows rivers of living water. Living water that feeds the tree, the tree of righteousness. The fruit is he that winneth souls is wise. Thank you, Lord for building me into a wise tree that I can win souls even today at Foothills and Vailmont and even on this channel and others are doing the same thing and I praise you all for all the soldiers of Christ going out and touching the world and turning their world upside down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. All right, man, that's it. Have a great day. God bless you very, very much. I love you.